0: Are you satisfied with your understanding of sustainability? If not, like me, imagine a journey together, a pluralistic one with innovators, startup, academia, NGO, all together, looking for solution to the greatest challenge of our time. I'm Samuel Tini, and this is The Sustainability Journey. So welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today we are jumping now the American continent and we are going to see another experience on how businesses are really putting, you know, an holistic perspective and putting stakeholders at their heart. We are very pleased to have today somebody who has dedicated his life and work to sustainability and also to fostering this new certification and we'll discuss about it. So I'm very pleased to welcome Adrian Gerson, who is the Vice President Marketing for Sea Change. Thank you so much, Adrian, for being here.
1: Thank you, Stem Willi. It's a pleasure being here on your podcast.
0: It's really an honor to have you because I've introduced you as uh, Vice President for Marketing at Sea Change, but you also have two acts. As usual, your work and sustainability also brought you us to become the chair of Be Local Illinois, which will be also the focus of, and the discussion that we are doing. But before that, you know, we usually ask our guests about your journey into sustainability. How you have now become one of the change changemakers trying to change the way we do business.
1: It's been a a wonderful journey for me. I think it's one of the things that brings me hope and inspiration on a daily basis is being involved in sustainability and social justice through the B Corp movement. The path that I took to get here really started about 10 years ago with a good friend of mine, Tim Frick, who founded Be Local Illinois here in Chicago. And um, the way I became involved was I owned my own marketing agency at the time and was looking to get certified as a B Corp because I learned about B Corp certification through Tim Frick. And um, by being exposed to the message of the community, I began to volunteer about a decade ago with Be Local Illinois and have supported the growth of the community over the years. And 10 years later now, I lead Be Local Illinois Um, And and I'm looking forward to growing the next generation of leaders such that I can at some point step back. But it's been an amazing journey. And I think, like I said, about the one that brings me hope and inspiration, it's easy to look around at the world today and feel a lot of despair and and kind of pessimism because of all the things that are happening that are negative socially and environmentally. But there are some bright spots out there. And uh, the B Corp movement is one of those for me, where you think about, even if you feel like you don't have as much power as an individual and you think about the collective power of business to affect change, I think that's one of the things that excites me the most about the B Corp movement is that business for so long has been the creator of a lot of problems. So I think it's also one of the few forces that has enough power and collect energy to address some of those same problems that it's created really over the last you know 50 years.
0: It's really a long journey, 10 years you have walked, and I really like. What you said, because that is also the purpose of how we serve the, our audience with this podcast, giving voice to change maker, to positiveness, addressing the worry and, and seeing solution. One quick question about for the audience about B Corp. You know, what is the B Corp movement? And then we have discussed before in some previous episodes. But if you can give us, you know, just a small introduction of the context.
1: Yeah, I think that's helpful. I, fortunately, there's a growing awareness about what the B Corp movement is, but there's still a lot. Of uh, room to grow and, and to create that better understanding. But at, at its core, uh, the B Corp movement is about using business as a force for good to affect social and environmental change. Um, it's the only third-party rigorous uh, certification that businesses can obtain that they meet minimum standards from a social and environmental standpoint. I think it's good also to understand some of the characteristics of the movement as a whole. It began in 2006. And um, today there are over 4,500 certified B Corps around the world. So it's not just uh, specific to any one country. It's a global movement. There are businesses in 77 different countries that have B Corp certification. Those 4,500 companies that are currently certified account for about 400,000 employees. And they represent a, a wide range of different industries as well. So it's not just any one particular industry. It's something that continues to grow. And that one of the things that excites me the most about it, too, is that although it began in the US and Canada, um, it's actually now growing more quickly in the US and Canada. So I love to see the fact that you know it's being embraced globally by businesses as more and more people understand the value. And as more and more consumers demand that businesses have some kind of demonstrable certification that they meet social and environmental standards, right? It's not just good enough anymore to simply say, we're a good company, take our word for it. You need to have some kind of independent certification that helps you do that. And in some ways, and it's analogous to things like fair trade certification. We also have in the US something called USDA organic for food that food meets certain standards. Also, in architecture, buildings have lead certification. All of those things are like independent, third-party, evidence-based um, certifications that show that you know that there's actual substance behind the claim, and that's the important part.
0: That is important, also for the consumer. You know, everybody now is jumping on the bandwagon. You know, green, organic. So we really need certification in the way, as you said, an evidence-based certification and B Corp, the B Corp certification is is a tough one, but a a worthy one. And we'll discuss about it. Now, how you translate this, you know, in in your context, in your local area, you know, and you can explain a bit also about to be local, you know, how is it? What is it? Because we, we can understand a bit more how the movement is translating and going in different territories.
1: So that's a great question. So there's a local context to the B Corp movement. The way that that shows up most often is something called a B local. The letter B gets used a lot in this movement, but uh, so a B local is really the local representation, geographically specific, representing the businesses that have obtained B Corp certification within that area. So in our case, B Local Illinois um, obviously represents the businesses in Illinois that have obtained B Corp certification. There are 25 other B locals that function as B locals within the US and Canada. So we're one of 25 of these organizations. Um, there are also seven more in the works right now. So this isn't something that's over and done with. There's more being formed um, as more and more geographic regions create those centers of gravity and more and more businesses get certified, then at a certain point, it becomes sensible to create a Be Local. You have already talked to Nathan Stuck at Be Local Georgia. So you have a a sense of what the Be Local system is a little bit like. The vision that we have for Be Local Illinois is really to create um, an Illinois economy that is a model for inclusivity regeneration and stakeholder centricity. So that's our our vision. And the mission that we're using to accomplish that is to grow and support um, and connect the Illinois businesses that are committed to that triple bottom line of people, profit and planet. So, you know, there's a lot of work on a daily basis to be that connective tissue between these businesses that have that certification and to advocate and grow the community. I think that's one of the important pieces here is that The movement thrives as we continue to grow it. So a big part of what I'm trying to do on a daily basis is help those businesses that become aware of what the certification is, help them understand what B Corp certification is, and then help them navigate the, and you referenced the semwele, the fairly complex process to get certified. So we we work closely with interested businesses and help them to get certified and, and understand what that looks like
0: thank you I, I think it's very valuable and I really like it you know as you say one thing that you said the bee is used a lot for example I just finished my bee leader training with the bee lobby stuff because, you know we have a lot of bees but I think it's, it's really good to see the sense of community people coming together to really bring forward the idea and as you said I really like you know the the local perspective we had Nathan from Georgia now you from Illinois you see how the movement is spreading and also getting the roots locally to connect and discuss and and really help No more companies to discuss how many companies now you have that you since you are the chair from the perspective of your state how many you have and you know which type of businesses
1: yeah so I'd say we be local Illinois is is about an average sized B local. Um, we, we aspire to be much larger and we hope to get there. The larger uh, B locals in the United States have several hundred um, certified B Corps that are a part of their community. In Illinois, we have 30 um, businesses that are currently certified um, as B Corps in our community. That number grows you know, every year, several are added. And uh, we've seen, particularly in the wake of COVID, and um, all the social unrest in the United States, more interest in certification. Um, So we get a lot of people coming to us, a lot of businesses come to us, and B-Lab, the nonprofit that's the center of uh, the movement and does the actual certification, is actually, in a good way, overwhelmed by the demand. So there's quite a backlog of companies that are trying to get certified. A couple more characteristics about Illinois that make us unique. Those 30 businesses, they represent about 7,600 employees uh, across those 30 businesses. They're very much skewed, and I'll get the, into this when I talk a little bit about some of the stories from our community, but very much skewed in the fact that we have, I believe, that they are still the largest certified B Corp in North America, a uh, company called Kehi, um, which is a food distributor. Um, so they skew the, the analytics a little bit, but on average, uh, the companies that are a part of our community have about 76 employees we are fairly unique too in that we are also very heavily skewed towards b2b so although about 60 percent of our businesses are b2b about 96 percent of the employee count is with working for a b2b company within uh be local illinois and then also we're very service focused over product so that tends to be about 70% of the businesses in our community, which also translate to 98% of the uh, employees. So that is the, a couple of characteristics that make us unique in Illinois, that we're very B2B service focused. Whereas if you might go to some of the other different B locals, you might find more that are like B2C. And that's where people tend to know the movement a little bit more, the B2C brands. In the United States anyway, Ben & Jerry's is a, is a, you know, a famous ice cream company that's now owned by Unilever. That's a certified B Corp. Patagonia that makes um, apparel and and outdoor clothing is is a really well-known B Corp, as are things like Seventh Generation that makes household products. Uh, Those tend to be the companies that people know the best, less so the B2Bs, right, which is the the focus of Be Local Illinois.
0: Thank you. No, and then you are part of it because I'm sure you know, also you are focusing on the B2B, but it's really interesting because you can see the diversity within the movement. It's not just for the small manufacturer, of, uh, uh, but it's really also a, a movement that can encompass large, small, medium, and all different types of sectors.
1: That's true.
0: Now, I'm really interested you know, to learn a bit more mm-hmm. about your B local Illinois, some stories, and really... A bit more about the organization you are working with if you can share with us some something that would be valuable
1: i'd love to share just a few stories if i could Samuele, about uh, our community this was actually kind of difficult for me to decide who to feature in terms of the 30 businesses that are a part of our community because there's so many wonderful stories of people doing amazing things with their business um, and focused on impact in in our community so in order to not make this a multi-hour-long podcast, I, I chose the three that I thought would be make for interesting listening and um, that represent kind of a range too of different businesses. Uh, and I wanted to share some of their stories. And then I was going to close. The last story I was going to tell you about and share with your listeners was a, about a business that's working on their certification now, but as a company that's really exciting me.
0: Wonderful. No, thank you for your sharing. I know is what is we can have. Part one, part two, part three, because I'm sure the stories, they are all inspiring. And then, you know, you will see also the passion behind this company.
1: So I'll start with uh, one of our smallest uh, companies again. So like you mentioned that the scale of the movement is quite a a range and they go from sole proprietors to one one person to, um, you know, thousands of employees. And this first uh, company in Be Local Illinois that I wanted to discuss is called Mighty Bytes. They're a uh, digital consultancy, um, just you know, under 10 employees. But one of the reasons that they're really exciting to talk about is the scale at which they're having impact. So despite the fact that they're quite a small company, they're leading the way globally in defining um, an area of interest to business called corporate digital responsibility. So corporate digital responsibility, you can think of that really as kind of the cousin to corporate social responsibility. And because Mighty Bytes is a technology-based firm, they're more focused on technology. And so corporate digital responsibility is really made up of three primary pillars. Uh, You can think about the pillars as economic, social, and environmental. And why those are relevant and and why we need to think about those more as part of businesses as a whole is, if you think about from an environmental standpoint, that technology and the internet is responsible for uh, 1.6 billion metric tons of greenhouse gases. The internet is as large a producer of CO2 as most large, some of the largest countries in the world. So understanding the footprint that uh, the environmental footprint that technology has is a critical one that we need to address. And also the amount of e-waste that's produced, that's part of that environmental pillar of uh, corporate digital responsibility, trying to understand how we can deal with that e-waste From a social standpoint, we've all seen what technology can do in terms of conspiracy theories, misinformation, um, other things like that. So understanding that social dimension of technology. And then lastly, economic components of technology as part of corporate digital responsibility. If you look at the huge wealth gap that's a part of society right now and how it's growing, technology is really fueling a lot of that. So there's really an uneven distribution of wealth and we want to understand as part of corporate digital responsibility what that looks like so I'm really excited that Mighty bytes is leading the charge on a global le- level of defining corporate digital responsibility and promoting that understanding within the global business community so this is amazing from a small Illinois consultant so so that's one quick story the next one is pretty massive leap and I, I want to make that point you know right out of the gate that this is one of the ways in which that community varies and talk about kehe. So our largest certified B Corp in Illinois, which is also the largest in North America, is a food distributor that has distribution centers throughout the United States. They supply major grocery chains with organic and natural foods. So um, they have 5,500 employees. And like a lot of the certified B Corp's that are doing this, this is one of the areas that excites me the most. I think, I think you can think of B Corps in a lot of ways as business connected to impact. So the business part is a vehicle for generating revenue that then fuels the impact. Um, And that's what a lot of B Corps are doing. It's what they do as a business is in some ways, almost immaterial to the impact that they're trying to create. So in Kay, case, They're a food distributor, but they also have created a foundation as part of their business that they use to uh, fuel uh, donations to nonprofits around uh, Illinois and globally. And the other thing that's very interesting about them as a business is they're employee-owned despite their size. So they're a very large company, but they're employee-owned, and they also require employees to be a part of the philanthropic efforts that they're undergoing as part of their foundation. So they have their core business, which is Kehi, and then have Kehi Cares, which is the foundation which connects to their core business, which is that engine for impact that all employees are required to be involved in. And they're also focused on really exciting things like supplier diversity. So looking at their whole chain of suppliers and and trying to figure out ways to make it as diverse as possible. And then also looking at their portfolio of brands that they get into grocery stores, and try and maximize those that are impact focused brands. Wow, that is
0: interesting, wonderful story.
1: So we've gone from very small to very big. And now we have one that's kind of in the middle. And it's also, the first two companies I mentioned were B2Bs. Like I said, Illinois is very B2B focused. This last one is a B2C. And it's a company that I really love too called Flowers for Dreams. Um, and like Kehi, they have the core business, which is selling flowers to people and businesses. But at the end of the day, uh, like Kahee, they are also focused on a foundation that they've created, which is a vehicle for distributing wealth to nonprofits. They've only been, I believe, around a decade now in business and been approaching the $1 million mark for donations. And uh, over 150 different nonprofits have received uh, distributions from Flowers for Dreams. And um, one of the things that's also very exciting uh, about what they're doing is the fact that uh, some of the programs they're doing are incredibly innovative. So an example being they created a master gardener program uh, with a prison here in Illinois uh, where they've trained incarcerated individuals to be master gardeners. And uh, they're looking to replicate that program nationally. So it's, it's not, again, on the surface, you look at their business and it's selling flowers. But behind the scenes, there's so much happening from an in- impact standpoint relative to all the social and environmental causes that they're supporting.
0: That's incredible. Wow, that's, that's such a, an impact business model. And I really like the way they're really also giving back to the community and also to people that they often are locked from getting employment. So it is really interesting.
1: They're amazing. They're uh, really unique in that about a quarter of their profits go to um, their foundation, which is an incredibly high number. A lot of businesses don't get anywhere close to that number. And then the last company that I wanted to touch on is one that's currently working on their certification and one that I really love, partly because of their story and also the fact that uh, the owner lives just a couple blocks from me. And I didn't even know that until recently, but it's (laughs) It's a really amazing story. It's a company called Waste Not Compost. Um, And this uh, needs to be made into a movie one day, but the company began about eight years ago um, when the founder was 15 years old, uh, working at a coffee shop in the neighborhood and um, was trying to understand about the food waste that was coming out of the coffee shop and, and what to do about that. And so what he began doing was at the end of the night, taking home uh, food waste to his home, a block or two away from the coffee shop, and he started composting the, the food waste. He began to get interest from other businesses and people in the neighborhood, and pretty soon he had his entire backyard and parents' garage filled with composting, and the demand kept growing such that he needed to build a trailer for his bike. He wasn't old enough yet to drive. So he was riding his bicycle around the neighborhood, collecting compost from people and businesses in buckets, taking it back to his parents' home in his backyard that was full of compost and uh, composting all this. Fast forward now, uh, eight years later, Waste Not Compost has the largest fleet of electric vans in the state of Illinois. They have 16 employees. Uh, They have 5,000 subscribers, businesses and residents in the city of Chicago that subscribe to their service. And uh, they're growing explosively. Um, So they went from, you know, a 15-year-old boy riding around on his bike collecting food waste to being one of the the most successful sustainable businesses in the city of Chicago.
0: Wow. Are you thinking about a a documentary or a story? Because that, as you said, is really worth a movie, this story. it's impressive how also the determination of somebody 15 years old with his bicycle now has become an enterprise and then he has never lost the focus on, and then the B Corp certification, I think is like demonstration of of the work and his
1: impact. Yeah. And he will easily obtain the certification and he's clearly an impact business model. The only thing that's holding him back is the amount of time. Like I said, there's a huge demand for certification now and it will take him some time, but he's working on the certification now and um, it's stories like his that inspire me. And I mean, there's so many of them, like I shared a couple, there's just on a daily basis, things that are happening in Illinois and within the B Corp movement that help me get out of bed and be excited about our future.
0: You know, listen to you and to your story. Such diverse businesses give us hope, and that is what we need. You know, because we are in a in a moment in time, in our decade, which the destiny of the world, you know, can be decided. And I can see businesses that are really changing and putting, you know, the three pillars: the planet, the profit, and people, and really. Also having impact in the community, it's really, um, for me, such an inspiring story, especially this one, the last one, (laughs) it's really blowing my mind. We will need to do an episode with them, I'm sure. (laughs) I'm grateful for your sharing. It's a very good look at the diversity within the movement. You know, if I can ask you before, you know, we are approaching the end. Somebody that has listened to us, has listened to the story, has listened to the impact, but is still not yet convinced but why I have to do this? Oh, it's nice, the young boy there, but why I need to do, I I need to go for that? What is the business case? Can you give me maybe three or four reasons that, you know, really to convince him?
1: Yeah, I'm happy to. This is something that I think about a lot, partly because, you know, C-Change, the company I work for, is a certified B Corp, and I had to make that case internally. um, And I make that case on a regular basis. I think, the case becomes clearer every day. So that's one thing that's fantastic is, uh, you know, it's, we were talking about separately that, you know, there's, we are never going to need less um, social justice or sustainability. In fact, we need it more and more every day. So besides the fact that what the B Corp movement stands for is the right thing to do, even if you don't care about that, there are things that you should understand about getting certified that do matter for businesses, things like the fact that businesses that are certified B Corps on average have 46% higher employee engagement. And we all know um, as business people, all the studies that have been shown, done to show what employee engagement does to a company's bottom line. For instance, you know, the top 20% or the top quartile of companies with employee engagement see 20% higher profits. So there's a direct connection between employee engagement and and bottom line performance. It's also the case, and I know this for a fact, both for our company and many of the companies that I talk to, it's much easier to recruit employees when they understand that you have B Corp certification. There are many, many employees that are looking to work specifically for companies that have an impact mission. So that's the employee stakeholder side of things. It's also the case too, there's been a lot of studies that show that the majority of consumers are willing to pay more for sustainable products. So even if you have necessarily have a higher price point for your product or service, because it costs more to produce your product or service without some of the negative externalities that normal businesses have, you have a marketplace of consumers that are willing to pay more for that because they value that. There's that component. There's also the fact that environmentally businesses Um, that are B Corp certified tend to be almost 11 times more likely to have that 100% of their greenhouse gases. That's good to know, but it's also important because increasingly, and I know this for a fact from my own company, increasingly clients are looking at their supply chain and asking for documentation. They have made commitments. Many clients or customers have made commitments to be carbon neutral or net zero by a certain date. And so what they're doing is going back to their vendors and looking at their supply chain and, and saying, what are you doing to get to car- net zero or, or to be carbon neutral? And uh, B Corps are overwhelmingly performing better in this area. And then I would say lastly too, um, increasingly investors are looking at things like ESG and other sorts of, uh, so environment, social and governance, and trying to determine where to put their money and increasingly investment dollars are going towards that. And one of the ways in which investors are understanding the validity of performance of a business is something like B Corp certification. So again, by having that B Corp certification, you've already done a lot of the work that you need to do to to demonstrate that ESG performance. So there are a whole host of reasons um, like those that I just mentioned that really you know, go beyond the moral and social value of the certification and directly connect to the bottom line performance of a business. So I think too, really, one of the things that I've taken away from this too is in order to get B Corp certification, you have to be a well-run business. It's a difficult task to get through the certification process. And by virtue of going through that whole process, you better align how your business operates. And so I think it's even this from a general business hygiene, business health sort of perspective, it really helps your business. Even if at the end of the day, you just do the B-impact assessment, which is the assessment to get certified and choose not to get certified, just going through that will help you understand how to better a function as a viable business.
0: Wonderful. Now, I mean, are you listening? Have you listened properly from the audience? I think now the case is very clear, and also the research and the work is really showing how the B Corp movement—it has an awful lot of advantages, which, as you say, they go beyond the moral and, let's say, the but they, they are sound business objectives. And, and thank you, Adrian, for reminding us all those advantages and points. It was a wonderful episode. Thank you for sharing. Your experience. Thank you for sharing, you know, the stories, such inspirational stories with. And we usually finish, you know, with a sort of message. And you have given us a lot of food for thought and valuable insights and on how to transform businesses. So, but a final message to our audience, uh, which comes from you.
1: Yeah, similarly, I will go very personal with this one. Um, I think the final message for me would be to. Um, I, I imagine the listeners are, are like-minded people, like like you and I, and I think understanding the difficulty of working towards creating greater sustainability, I would offer up and recommend that one does that work with a sense of joy inside. As I mentioned earlier in the beginning, it's easy to see a lot of the problems in the world, but I think when you approach the work of social and environmental justice and sustainability with a sense of joy in your heart, you're going to accomplish more much more than you would if you were fueled by the kind of guilt, shame, or depression around the bad things in the world. We really have an amazing opportunity to create such positive change, that that is the optimism that you can draw on as you're doing this work, because there's an incredible opportunity for us to, to create positive impact in the world, and it's, it should be a source of joy. So I try to, to think about that every day, and it does bring me hope and, and inspiration, and I hope, hope you all find that inside too.
0: Thank you so much, Adrian, and we hope that this episode has given, as you say, joy and hope to our audience and really help them feel the passion and the work that you are doing and all the movement is doing. Thank you so much, Adrian, for your time and for being with us. I'm sure we will come back to discuss with you your wonderful and experiences within the Be Local Illinois and your broader experiences.
1: Thank you, Samuel. It's been great.
0: Are you satisfied after this wonderful episode? Let's continue together our sustainability journey.